When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get the little ones, sit back, relax, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Chapter 15 It was six seconds before Bix Banderson reappeared, but it was a long six seconds by anyone's count. He rose, impossibly, from thin air, hands on his hips and a cocky grin on his face. He was six or eight feet away from the edge of the building, seemingly floating in the middle of nowhere and gradually rising into full view, cape flapping dramatically in the wind. He looked very pleased with himself, even by his standards. You hear that, everybody? He called me Bix. No one spoke. The face of every person on the rooftop was frozen in astonishment, as were all of the faces in the great hall below, and the hundreds of millions of faces glued to screens around the planet. What the actual znib is going on? Echo called at last. Bix's boots floated into view, and with them came the explanation for everything. He was not actually floating at all but standing on a new-looking but somehow very familiar spaceship. Twin Tom-Tom guns folded out of the ship on either side of the fuselage, Shieldbuster 7 photon missile arrays whirled and ready to launch. The forward laser array glowed green with pulsing energy, prepared to let fly in an instant. Keep your hands off of my captain! The ship's voice roared. Freebird! Freebird! The rest of her crew cried as the queens of Grathal raised their hands in surrender. I'm gonna get you a plasma cannon, Bix said, beaming at the ship beneath his feet. Would you like that? Maybe retractable in front of the landing gear? Wouldn't that be something? I don't need a plasma cannon, the ship said coyly. You look great, Bix said. Did I mention that you look great? Bix, darling. Yes, Freebird? Are we meant to be intimidating bad guys? Yes. Bix agreed, turning his attention back to the assembly. Well, no, not bad, just deeply misguided. Nobody is getting married, okay? Can we all agree on that? Can I see some nodding? Queen Vyvern, I'm looking at you. Excellent. And you, your majesty. Bix turned to Thera's mother. Betrothing your daughter to some alien guy is just creepy and weird. Especially at her age. How old are you again, Thera? 422, Thera said. Bix paused. Right. Because a year is only... only two weeks long, which means you are... He tried to do some long division in his head and largely failed. Too young. She's too young, and frankly, so am I. Not, not that I'm not an adult, because I am. But I'm not really, I mean, 
I'm kind of in a relationship with a spaceship right now. It's complicated. Oh, stop, Freebird said, not sounding very much like she wanted him to stop at all. Okay, so what I'm looking for here is the unconditional surrender of both parties, and it looks like I have it, yes? And not just because my spaceship has some pretty heavy artillery pointed at your faces right now. Best spaceship in the cosmos? Everyone surrenders, yes? There was a lot of nodding, and Bix waved for the camera drones to capture it. Good. I am already head of the armies of Windmere, yes? I proclaim Jaxar first warlord again, and install myself as Brigadier Admiral of the United Planetary Defense Forces. Your Majesty, I'm going to need to be named the head of the Slordeth Armed Forces as well. The Queen looked uncomfortable. You are so named, Bix Banderson. Bix stepped forward and back onto the rooftop. Excellent. Same deal there. And my first order to both armies is to never fight one another again. Because fighting each other is stupid. What is fighting each other, everybody? Bix cupped his hand to his ear. Stupid, the assembly said reluctantly. Bix looked directly into the nearest camera drone. And how about all of you in the Colosseum? Let me hear you too. What is fighting each other? From far below, they could hear a hundred thousand people say, Stupid. All at the same time, which was surprisingly funny, and even Jaxar smiled. That's great. Okay, two queens shaking hands. Let's capture this moment. Lots of smiles for the cameras. I'll just get my hand in there too. Unconditional and eternal peace declared starting now. The crowd below cheered wildly at this, even though the dignitaries seemed a little shell-shocked. All right, Bix said with a clap of his hands. Let our first act in this era of peace be to hop into a bunch of spaceships and kick the universe out of this sector once and for all. At this, there was even more cheering, and even the queens smiled. Freebird crew, mount up, Bix said. Jaxar, we will meet you in orbit with all the ships you can muster. He turned back to the cameras. Whoever my slordeth general is, and I'm sorry that I don't know your name, but same orders and don't keep us waiting. Whoever gets there first with the most ships is obviously the coolest. Not that I want to encourage that kind of negative behavior, but still, gotta look cool, am I right? The crowd below cheered again as if to suggest that Brigadier Admiral Bix Banderson of the United Planetary Defense Force was right again, as he always was and always would be. Bix began to walk up the ramp into the Freebird. He paused and turned. And Queen Viren, if you were seriously looking for a consort, I respectfully submit that you consider my first warlord there. He's big, he's strong, he's a hero to his people, and, just an observation, he's totally into you. I'm just saying. The queen blinked in astonishment. You wish Jaxar to be my consort? She asked. Hey, it's entirely up to you, Bix said. I'm just saying he's great, and he's going to come into space now and smash some stuff. Maybe he can tell you about it over dinner sometime. Do you do that here? Do you have, you know, dinner? Of course we have dinner, idiot. Thera snarled as she pushed past Bixen into the Freebird. Come on, let's go break some stuff. Freebird's new bridge was sleek and stylish, like a furniture showroom where people with children never shop. The crew chairs were large and comfortable, and several of them had massage fingers and heated seats, and there were cup holders everywhere. 
in spite of the fact that Freebird told them they were not allowed to eat or drink on the bridge because everything was too new. In moments, they were in a standard orbit of the planet, awaiting reinforcements which were already beginning to take flight. How did you find us, Freebird? Thera asked, caressing one of the control panels affectionately. Find you? Freebird sounded amused. You were the stars of a fine little drama that was beamed all over the planet. If I'd rebooted a few minutes earlier, I could have landed on the stage and saved you climbing all of those stairs. I kind of wish you had, Thirteen said ruefully. My legs are going to feel that tomorrow. Is he not a prisoner anymore? Freebird asked. Hmm, I feel like I missed a staff meeting. I took his handcuffs off, but he won't go away. Bix shrugged. I think he works here now. I know just how he feels, Freebird said, turning Bix's massage chair on without asking him. Cheeky. Bix smiled. Oh, Blorg, Echo said. This is what my life is now, isn't it? I know. Thera agreed. It's like watching your parents flirt. I never had parents, but yes. Echo agreed. Ignore them. Freebird said with a huff. They're just jealous. Say, this is kind of an interesting point, Thirteen began. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Bix sighed. Did I rename you yet? I'm going to call you Corporal Killjoy. Why is everyone's name cooler than mine? Echo complained. Can I finish? Thirteen asked everyone at once. I wish you would, the captain replied. If Freebird picked up the signal from the Windmere Citadel, who's to say that others didn't too? Like security agents from the universe. Didn't we blow them all up? Echo asked. Did we? Thirteen asked. Technically, they blew each other up. Freebird corrected. Yes, but all of them? Maybe some of them were on world, monitoring signals. We did make it pretty clear we were going to get a fleet together and go looking for trouble. Bix nodded. We might just find it. Look, obviously I'm in. This is all about my planet. Nobody else needs to go if they don't want to. You'd look funny trying to float to Sector Command by yourself, the ship said. I'm just saying. I know what you're saying, she said. I'm going. I'm in, too, Echo said. Me, too, Thirteen agreed. What about you, Thera? You held up your end of the bargain. No need to run back into danger. Thera's response was cut off by a beeping from the communication station. Incoming message from the Winmerian flagship, Freebird said. On screen. Bix nodded. Jack Sar's face lit up the view screen. Greetings, Brigadier Admiral Banderson. The ships of Windmere are at your command. That's great, Jack Sar. We're just waiting to hear from this Lordeth General. Thera stood and walked over to the communication station where she pressed three buttons. Subcommander, are we ready for Ion Drive? She asked into a microphone. We await only your word, my general, a voice replied. Stand by, Thera said. She looked around the bridge at the surprised faces. Queen's daughter. Kind of comes with the job, she said. I feel like that should have come up before now. Bix protested. Everybody wants to rescue a princess. Nobody rescues a general. That's why it didn't come up, Thera agreed. Bix almost protested again, and then he realized that he was probably the last one who should complain about people pretending to be something that they weren't entirely. Still, it seemed to be working out so far. Freebird, open a channel to the fleet, he said. 
Go ahead, she said as the console beeped once. Fix Banderson to all vessels. Lay in a course for Sector Command Station and prepare to engage ion drives. He cut the mic and turned to his loyal crew. Can one of you point us in the right direction? He asked. Like, now? This is Jack Ward, and from everyone here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you all safety and protection during the COVID-19 outbreak. Join us as we listen and imagine, and together we'll make it through this. Please be safe.